Welcome to Alzheimer Speaks Radio. I'm Lori LeBay, the host and founder of Alzheimer Speaks. We have a great show for you today. But before we get started, we always get new listeners, so I like to tell people a little bit about Alzheimer Speaks. Bottom line, we're an advocacy-based company and a media outlet providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort around the world. We believe that by joining forces and sharing knowledge and just having these everyday conversations about life with dementia, that we're going to be able to raise awareness and remove stigmas and just help people continue to live gracious lives um, with the disease. And we know at our core that collaboration is the only way we're going to win this battle. We also know that that plan of attack is working because of all of you. You see, your likes, your clicks, your shares have had a huge impact on raising Alzheimer's Speaks profile and the content that we push out Um, You got us recognized as the number one influencer online regarding Alzheimer's, according to Share Care and Dr. Oz. And also we were named as the Architect of Change uh, by Maria Shriver for Humanity. And again, that had to do um, with each and every one of you. You see, we all have these spheres of influence. And there's a lot of people out there dealing with dementia that we don't even know about. But the more information we can share that each other has, the easier it's going to be for people to click on that information when they need it. So we just encourage you to continue to do that. And again, want to thank you and share our recognition with you because we definitely did not do that alone. So thank you again so much. Um, We also want you to know that on the show... We are about raising everyone's voice. So maybe you're our next guest. Maybe you're living with dementia. Maybe you're caring for someone who has a form of dementia or you suspect that they might have dementia. Maybe you're a a professional in the industry or a researcher. Maybe you're a writer, a singer, a songwriter, a movie director, um, an advocate. Um, All of our voices are really important and We need to share our passions with one another. We need to share the knowledge that we've learned, our triumphs and our mistakes, um, you know, and giving that hand up to the next guy. So um, if you think you might be interested in being on our show, just reach out to me at Lori, L-O-R-I, at alzheimerspeaks.com. Or you can just go to our website. There's a big contact button at alzheimerspeaks.com up at the top. And um, reach out to me um, in various uh, platforms there. Now, before I introduce our guests, and we have five of them with us today, um, I do want to just give a shout out um, to all of those that have signed up for our Dementia Friendly Cruise and Symposium. We're going to be going to the Bahamas and the Caribbean um, this fall, uh, November 11th through the 18th. And we've got a fantastic team Um, pulled together. We actually have four people with dementia that will be uh, um, part of our educational team, along with Cindy Lazinski, who works in Colorado with the Dementia-Friendly Community, 
And um, we also have Becky Watson, who is a music therapist, who will be with us. And uh, if you're thinking that you might want to come, if you've got early to mid memory loss, and uh, it's for you and your care partners, um, please feel free to join us. Again, just go to alzheimerspeaks.com, and you can get more information there. You'll also find on our website a um, a trifold that you can print out that has helpful hints when dealing with dementia. So feel free to go ahead and grab that. Now today I'm going to introduce to you five dynamic women. Um, all are part of all's author, ugh, I can't say it all's authors, and um, they've got some really exciting um, things that are going on. So I'm going to introduce them each individually, and then we'll be going through some questions. And uh, I think I think it'll be exciting. They're a great, great resource for all of you. Now, the first woman I want to introduce is Jean Lee, and she is the author of a book called The Alzheimer's Daughter. She lives with her husband in a small town in Ohio, which is just 20 minutes from pretty much anything. And she also has worked full-time um, while her parents were ill. And she's now retired after 22 years in teaching elementary school. And her children are married and have kids of their own. So she's a grandmother, and she feels that those are her greatest blessings. So, hi, Jean. How are you today? Hi, Lori. I'm great. Thank you so much for having us. And thank you for writing for all authors' blog, our 100th post tomorrow. Well, it was an honor to be asked to be your 100th post, so I'm looking forward to people's response to to my little ditty there, and uh, I'm glad to glad to join you, and I'm glad to have you all with us today. I'm going to go ahead and introduce the rest of our panel here today. Um, Anne Capanella is the author of Motherhood Lost and Found, which is a memoir, and uh, Anne was actually on our radio show prior. And she's a former newspaper and magazine journalist, and she's a current poet and horsewoman. She recently joined the All's Authors team to help expand their presence on Facebook. So welcome, Anne. Thank you, Lori. I am so happy to be here and just want to say that all of us out in the Alzheimer's world, we just love you so much. You have been such a force for good and for wonderful connections. So thank you for everything you do. Oh, thanks for those kind words. Um, next, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Catherine Harrison. And she is an author and illustrator. And she has really kind of taken this interesting blend of science, marketing, and her art skills. And um, has written this book called Weeds in Nana's Garden. And it's just a beautiful creation to help support families and spread awareness of Alzheimer's disease. And it's just a, it's a really, it's a, it's a fun little book that is um, great, I think, for all ages. So welcome, Catherine. Thank you very much, Lori. Nice to be on the show again and be with these other powerhouse women who are changing the face of Alzheimer's. I'm so honored to be here today. Great. Thank you. Um, next, I'm going to introduce Marianne uh, Shuko. And she is, I love, I love this introduction. She is not a nurse who writes, but a writer who happens to be a nurse. Um, she's a lover of words <laughs> and books, and she dreamed of becoming an author when she grew up. Um, but she became a nurse to avoid poverty. And um, But she did write a book, and it's called The Blue Hydrangeas 
which just really um, articulates the lives of people struggling with health and family issues. So welcome to today's show, Marianne. Hi, Lori. Thanks for having us all here today. Good. And last, we're going to wind up here with Vicki Tapia, and she has also been on our show before, and she is the author of a family memoir of dementia, um, Somebody Stole My Iron, I love that title, um, which she was a finalist in the 2015 High Plains Book Awards. Uh, she is part of an administrative team for the All's Authors, and when she's not involved with that, um, she is diligently working on finishing up edits for her next project called Forever Margie, uh, or Maggie, I'm sorry. Um, so welcome, Vicki. How are you doing? Great. Thank you so much, Lori. It's good to be on your show again. Well, good. I'm going to start out asking you all the same question, um, just so people can get a little uh, background um, of, of each of you a little bit more in your own words. And I'm going to start with Jean. And the question is, why why were you inspired to tell your story through books? Well, Lori, that's an interesting question. Um, my story did not begin as a book. Um, my sister and I had noticed changes in our 80-year-old parents, and we became concerned. And Alzheimer's Daughter actually began as a sister's journal. Um, my sister, Anne, who happens to be sitting right beside me, she's visiting today from Florida. I live in Ohio. Because of the distance between us, she had suggested that I start a journal so that we could talk about frequencies and specifics when we talked on the phone. She was my greatest support through the journey, my therapist by phone. And I started to flesh out that journal and write it for our family. Um, I joined a writing group so that I could write it well. And that writing group said, this story has more potential than a family journal. And so they helped me create Alzheimer's Daughter. The journal is bookended by the way I was raised in 1950s in a small town in Ohio. And um, it goes from, it, it follows my parents to their passing a year apart. They were both diagnosed on the same day with Alzheimer's disease. And it's our journey. I think the most powerful part of the book, though, Lori, is probably their own writings. And those come in the form of their World War II love letters to one another. And they begin each chapter. Um, reviewers have said that that voice of young commitment uh, contrasted to their decline hand in hand from Alzheimer's um, is a powerful part of the book. Oh, and I would definitely agree. Um, thank you for sharing. And do you want to tell us what inspired you to go ahead and write your book? Sure. Um, my book actually also started like Jean's um, through journaling. However, um, having been a newspaper and magazine journalist for many years, I had spent a lot of time telling other people's stories. But when my mother 
started showing signs of Alzheimer's, I was actually um, one of the younger people, probably. I was in my early 30s, and I was in the process of trying to start a family with my husband. And as I began to have a series of miscarriages, my mother showed her first signs of Alzheimer's. And I just had a visceral sense that this was my story to tell and that I needed to get it down on paper. And um, so I was journaling constantly, just trying to get all the details of what was happening. And also having been a, a writer and a book lover for years, I just kind of knew that this needed to get out there somehow. Um, Jean and I had talked at one point about how we both would sit uh, on our couches at midnight with our laptops perched on our la on our knees, searching for the word Alzheimer's because we so wanted to read somebody else's personal story. And at the time I was going through this, there were not many personal stories out there. And so I really felt strongly that I wanted to share um, both the humor and the sadness and the grief and the craziness, all the different parts of living with Alzheimer's. And I, I really trusted that if I told my story honestly, it might provide a handrail for others who were on the path. And uh, so that was kind of where I, where I began. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing, Anne. Um, Catherine, how about you? You know, there are so many similarities between all of us, and I'm sort of hearing some of this for the first time as well, even though we work together. But uh, similar to Anne and to Jean, I would be, when my mom had dementia, um, I would have evenings where I was trying to sort through it. But instead of with words, I would be sketching because I was in art school um, as a, at the time that my mom had dementia. I was also a bit on the younger side in my 30s with young children. And uh, during that time, I spent a lot of time doing artworks uh, to help me understand and cope and express the feelings and experiences our family was having. And I also was blessed to have young children that I got to cuddle and read stories with every night. And uh, being able to combine the bedtime stories and the experience of dementia and my art uh, was something that I was felt very powerfully moved to do at the end of my mom's journey. And that's really what brought the book together and a chance for me to reflect all those things that I was experiencing and share our story. And also hopefully to present a different perspective of the disease to children because my kids they saw it so positively and I think they provided so much um, ex positive gifts to me because of their perspective and I wanted to have other kids feel comfortable in doing that and understand the disease more. So, And I actually just found out that my uh, picture book won a award called the Wishing Shelf Book Award and it was an award that was chosen by children um, against other books in other genres. So that was a real blessing to me that the book was able to achieve that, that the book is seen to be a book about dementia that kids also really feel uh, connected to. 
Well, that is absolutely fantastic. So congratulations on that. Um, I, I think uh, so, for so long, everybody thought we had to protect the children. And the kids yeah. just bring magic, um, I think, to memory loss and uh, can can really be a great help. And they want to help. And so mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I love your, your book for introducing that in such a, a beautiful way. Again, your book is called Weeds in Nana's Garden. Um, Marianne, how about you? What got you writing your book, uh, Blue Hydrangeas? My story, story is a little different from the others. Um, it's the only novel in the group, so it's a work of fiction. And I did not have a parent with dementia, uh, at least at the time when I wrote it. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm uh, a writer who happens to be a nurse, and I wanted to write a book. It was my lifelong dream, and I was getting to the point where I really wanted to accomplish that and uh, was fortunately inspired by a couple I met in my work uh, on a rehab unit. I was a nurse case manager, and I met this wonderful couple who became the characters of Jack and Sarah in my book, and actually, I had done a lot of work with Alzheimer's throughout my career, and it was a population that I enjoyed and I loved to care for them and to work with their families. I incorporated a lot of um, experiences and stories that I picked up along the way from other families with dementia and used them in the book. It's also um, Uh, unusual in that it's the story of a man caring for his wife, which was a perspective I wanted to work with because most of the time people think of a caregiver and think of a woman. So I wanted to show um, the story from from the other side, from his point of view. And uh, shortly, a few years after I published the book, um, my stepfather was diagnosed with three kinds of dementia and so now I'm kind of living my story wow what are the odds of that you know um yeah strange world we live in sometimes I know I had I had a few aunts that had you know had dementia on, on both sides of my family but I wasn't intimately involved in that so um I I knew of it but I wasn't personally um a stakeholder in that so most of my experience came working with strangers through my career and and now it's quite different and it is interesting when you're on a different side of the plate in terms of what it looks like um i i hear that all the time when i go out and i i'm speaking i'll never forget one man i was talking with um, a bunch of assisted livings and he just broke down just sobbing just sobbing and I went up to him after the break and asked him how he was doing. And he said, I am so sorry. He's like, I have been giving advice for years, for 21 years as an administrator. And he's like, my dad has it now. And I, I was doing it all wrong. He's like, I, I see it from a whole different side now. And um, it just is, is really, it's very powerful um, in terms of how it looks and how it feels and um, and things. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting, both paths are very interesting to walk, and when they merge, I think it becomes extremely powerful. Um, Vicki, yeah. Vicki, how about you? I think the other... Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, Marianne. No, I was just going to say the other uh, advantage I, I might have had, if you want to consider it that, is that I worked with hundreds of families, mm-hmm. and most people work with one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I got to see a lot of different situations and stories and 
you know, lifestyles and resources, Mm -hmm. which really helped a lot. Okay, wonderful. Vicki, how about you? Um, You want to talk a little bit about about your book, Somebody Stole My Iron? And what got you to write it? To writing? Mm -hmm. I had been struck listening to everyone else speak about the book. It struck me how they're, while each situation is unique, how universal some of the experiences that we have are. And I will say, like Jean and Anne and Catherine, uh, I was, my parent, my, both my parents ended up, well, like Jean, both my parents ended up with dementia, but I ended up journaling like the rest of the ladies. And it was a diary that I started just to help myself cope with the stress of caregiving. It was one place I could turn to that didn't need anything from me. I could just write when there was no response required. And it just helped me unwind at the end of some some very long days. Um, As I went on journaling, I realized that I was learning quite a bit along the way and stepping in some potholes. But it also made me think, gee, I can maybe write this down for someone else to read and they could avoid the missteps that I found along the way and also just a support someone else is going through this too the, the uniqueness yet the universality of our experience you know we're, we're in it together and we can find that camaraderie if boy when I was going through it, it was very difficult to find other books so I also thought there needs to be more people writing about this to let other people know they're not alone on the journey so um, what started as a diary just sort of morphed into a book over time. And I've been lucky enough to have it published. So, Okay, great. That's my story. Okay, <laughs> you. and you're sticking to it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Marianne, do you mind telling us how did all authors begin? How did you guys connect and, and the growth that you've had? Well, none of it was planned or expected, Lori. I uh, had an idea uh, back in 2015 that I would have wanted to do some joint marketing with authors of other Alzheimer's books. And I reached out to Jean first because we had connected um, prior and, and pitched her the idea and she, she was on board. And then we decided to find others and she found Vicki. And there were two other people initially involved um, and we put together a promotion for uh, Alzheimer's Awareness Month in June of 2015. And we were just sort of, you know, trying to promote Alzheimer's and to promote each other's books. And that was pretty successful. We were happy with that. And we moved on to uh, November for National Caregiver Month. And we picked up um, two other authors to join us with Greg O'Brien from On Pluto and, and Shannon Wierspitzky. And we did another promotion for that month. We were spotlighting um, memory memory week, I think they call it, for everybody to get their mem- do their memory tests and caregiver month and world Alzheimer's month. There were three things that month. And we had a lot of energy and we started the uh, hashtag Al's Authors. And the next thing we knew, we decided, well, why don't we start a blog? And in June of 2016, we decided we were going to promote one book um, 
a day for the month of June, Monday through Friday, which was a crazy endeavor, but we managed to pull it off. We posted, I don't know, 20 different authors and we still had so many more to go. So we said, well, we might as well keep it going. We'll try to do this as a weekly thing. And that was over a year ago and we're still going. And in the meantime, you know, people come and go. We, we now have Catherine working with us and Anne, who is our latest uh, admin. And we've got more to come. Wonderful. That's, I, I think it's just such a need because people don't know where to go to find these books. And um, you're making it much easier for people to, to um, search out and, and get quality information. So thank you all yeah, for the your inter- efforts. The interesting thing is, is that we met online and only uh, Vicki and Jean have met in person. Okay. So we come from all over the country and Catherine's in Canada and we work using the internet and using our phones to communicate and manage to pull this off. Wow, that's great. Now, Jean, what is, what is your vision in terms of how you're going to continue um, in the future with uh, with y'all's authors? Well, as Marianne said, it has taken on a life of its own. Um, and with this 100th post and uh, having 100 books and some blogs also, um, people are finding us. And we started out, well, still every morning, I look through the top 100 Alzheimer's books on Amazon. And we look at people we have not yet contacted and we try to reach out to them and find them on social media. And that has contributed to our growth. And now we don't have to seek authors out. They are finding us. And we're scheduled through the end of this year and already have requests for 2018. So it has developed a life of its own and has grown to the point that we've needed more help with Catherine and Ann coming in. They've had great ideas, too. Well, that's great. Now, Vicki, what are your thoughts? It, it seems like this is just kind of a natural um collaboration uh, of authors in terms of of knowing that you know raising everyone's voice raises everyone's voice it's instead of battling it out there alone have you seen a, um, a really big difference in terms of just you know your own um, profile being shared only by yourself versus being shared within this group at first, when Jean approached me, I thought, why would I promote someone else's book about the same subject? I, I'm interested in finding readers for my book. And it quickly became apparent of the power of the group. People that are looking for reaching out for Alzheimer's books are probably going to read more than one book, and why not put books together? So it was a little counterintuitive for me in the beginning, but now I've seen the power grow and grow and grow over the last year as far as adding more and more authors that I think if I had, I would have just been so thankful had there been a place when I was going through my journey with my parents that I could have gone to find this many books on, and every, I mean, there's people that are living with dementia, there are people that 
are taking care of a spouse or taking care of a parent or a grandparent, we would pretty much feel like we have a book that would appeal to everyone. And for children, books for children, books just for caregivers that need some support or information. It's kind of amazing how this has all come together. So I, I certainly believe in the power of a group. It's, it's, it's been amazing, truly. I think my profile, yes, has increased. I've met so many wonderful other people doing this. The authors that never would have crossed my path. I never would have met Vicki from Montana. We'd never have met Jane from Ohio <laughs> and forged a relationship in person. We, it would be nice to meet all these authors. I think if, if all 100 authors could get together, it's um, inspiring. I would say it's very inspiring to see the, the number of people that are willing to help others. Mm -hmm. One of the things, and I don't know if you guys have done this, but you might want to approach um, libraries in terms of your collaborative effort, because I know here in um, Roseville, Minnesota, with our grassroots dementia-friendly group, um, our Roseville and our um, Shoreview libraries now actually have a, um, <clears throat> they actually have uh, a category for dementia now and for caregiving, and they're doing specialty packets that people can sign out that'll have a piece for, like an engagement piece for somebody with dementia, and they've got it for like three different levels, and then they've got information for caregivers, and it, it's pretty cool. But I think more and more libraries are going to be doing that, and so you guys might want to tap into that um, to just get your books out there even a little bit more. And... Um, just a just a thought um, on that. Anyway, thank you, Lori. Yeah, definitely worth investigating. Great. Um, I want to talk to you a, a little bit, um, and I'm going to throw this one, I think, out to uh, Marianne originally, in terms of you know why you decided to have the All Authors Bookstore, and and how does that work? And Marianne, if you can talk a little bit about that, that would be great. Sure. As we were accumulating more and more books, the page, the web page became so full that if you were looking for something in particular, you might not be able to find it. Mm -hmm. So we thought that we would have a separate page that would just feature the books with the links to Amazon where people could just click on it and find the book that they wanted. So it was mainly a way to just simplify the book finding mm -hmm. without having to go through all of the posts. People might not remember the author or they might not remember when they saw that post or, you know, what else is available without having to go through the whole website. So um, we put that together and that uh, continues to be like a problematic endeavor, which Vicki and Catherine have kindly taken on. Um, and we're Amazon affiliates as well. So, um, you know, we disclose that on the website, which means that we receive a little compensation from Amazon when, when someone purchases a book from one of our links. And our hope is that we can use that to, you know, pay, pay for some of the expenses of running the website, which, you know, we all do ourselves at this time and hopefully have a donation for the Alzheimer's Association. Okay, great. And Anne, I believe you wanted to jump in and add a comment too. Um, this is regarding the question you had asked earlier about collaboration. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to mention that 
Um, last week, I was at an Alzheimer's conference, and I happened to run into an Alz author who I had not known before, but I we both recognized each other from the posts that we had seen on Alz authors. Marianne Drummond is her name, and she has written an Alzheimer's care guide um, in addition to some other books. And we just felt an immediate affinity for one another and immediately began coming up with ideas of ways that we could work together. And I, I just feel like that is part of the spirit that Jean and Vicki and Marianne and Catherine have engendered. They have just really helped to create this sense of, uh, you know, we are all in this together. Let's help each other. Let's, you know, raise the boat with all hands. And it's just been such a gift. Oh, cool. Well, that's that's very neat. Thank you for adding that. Um, Vicki, what are your thoughts in terms of the Alls Bookstore? Has it, ha, has it affected you or um, those you work with? Well, I believe that it's such a, a wonderful resource that you can, if people are saying, I'm, my father was just diagnosed, I don't know where to turn, I can suggest to them they take a look in the bookstore and see the different books that are available that might give them some support along the way. Um, I sure wish that I had been able to access the bookstore during my, my journey, um, which I think I've already said that um, just scrolling through it is inspiring. There are so many books available and they've been organized by a topic mm -hmm. so that they're easier for people to find the section that they're looking for. Okay, great. How about you, Jean? Anything you want to add on that topic of the Alls Authors Bookstore? Um, I would like to just go back and talk about the authors who write for us um, and the, just the sense of kind of dovetailing on what Ann Campanella says, the belonging um, that comes with having written for all authors. They, every one of these authors is so generous in the way they support all the other authors. And I, I just think that's so unique. Uh, it's kind of going back to what Vicki said too. We had no idea that by being kind and promoting other people, we were promoting our own books as well. And I think everyone who has participated has come to understand that. And as far as the bookstore, then I don't know of any other resource like this that exists that has all of these titles on one page. And we're adding a title every week when we post a new book. And that in just one click, well, first of all, they, they see over 100 books, and in one click, that book can either be coming to them in the mail or downloaded to their Kindle. Um, we really hope that this can become a go-to resource for uh, gerontologists, for um, care homes. We, we believe it has great potential. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree. I, I do a lot of memory cafes and people are always looking for resources. So um, typically when I interview authors, you know, I bring my books to the memory cafe and, 
and um, leave them there when I'm speaking. You know, I'll give them away. And people are always so appreciative because they just don't know where to go, you know, and what to get. And and it's changed a lot because, I mean, even 10 years ago, it was hard to find a book on dementia. That's for sure. <laughs> and and now, it's, now it's really, really changed um, out there. Catherine, you had something you wanted to add? Yes, I just also wanted to add that all the books that are in the bookstore are actually have been reviewed by Jean and Vicki and Marianne. They've read sections or most of the books, and they're vetted as being really high quality and valuable material that's on there. Oh, that's so awesome. not only is it hasn't uh, put them all in one place, but they're all all been uh, evaluated to make sure they're up to standards that we want to share with everyone. Oh, that's that's a really good point because again, you know, so you've kind of got a stamp of approval. Um, with those books. So that's great. Um, Catherine, why I have you on the line now, you're kind of the artistic director for the authors. Is that correct? Well, that's what my, uh, my team playfully like to call me. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yes. Um, well, when I came on board with helping them, I've, uh, I saw the vision that they put together and I wanted to help with some more visuals to add to that, the vision of what they've done. And so we worked together this past winter to create the brand logo for all the authors, which is the, the vision of the reader with the flowers uh, emerging into butterflies. And we all spent a long time on, on what that vision, what that image should be. And we went through very different versions of it and finally landed on this. And it was my pleasure to work with this big, this important group of women and the work they're doing to come up with a visual that we can pair with all these great writing and this great resource. So that was where, what I wanted to bring to the table first. And um, when I had so much fun doing that, I said, wait, there's other things we can do too. So we, We've done a few overhauls on the website itself, and we've got more things planned. Um, I've also working with them on making things like um, signage and brochure brochures that we could use as a group. Again, as part of this this wonderful uh, collaboration that we've put together, we feel like we can not only work together, but we can promote together like what we start, what Marianne started way back with the online promotions, but we can promote together uh, visually with brochures and marketing materials as well. So Mm -hmm. we're starting to do more and more of that. Okay, wonderful. Now you're also going to be taking the books on the cruise. Why don't you tell people a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, You've already mentioned that you have a cruise coming up this fall, and Lisa Marie Chirico approached all the authors about uh, another cruise that's coming September of 2018. And uh, we, as all the authors, were really happy to work with her and are working with the authors on as part of all's authors to bring books to that cruise from all's authors. So we will be doing a joint marketing effort on the cruise from many different authors. Um, and we are very excited to be able to do that. And it allows the authors to be connected to the attendees of the cruise, as well as it allows 
the the uh, crews to be able to offer so much many resources to the people that are there. And we'll be having many books uh, on the cruise to be able to be given away. And there'll be materials about the books available on the cruise as well. So, yeah, excited about that, that, that opportunity. Cool. And where are you guys going on your cruise? It's a cruise that is being run through to Alaska. Okay. Very fun. And I believe it's the same company that's running your cruise too. It's uh, the Holland America mm-hmm. line. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Well, that's good. We'll be looking for information on that. And um, Anne, can you tell us a little bit about your social media presence with the All's Authors? Sure. Absolutely. Um, When Jean called me to discuss uh, just joining the group, I was um, both thrilled and nervous. Um, Thrilled because I felt that immediate connection with Jean, and I sensed that it would be there with the other authors. Um, nervous because social media is something that I am fairly recently acquainted with. And Jean was saying, you know, we'd kind of like you to expand our presence on Facebook, um, find new ways, new groups that um, we can maybe get our name out there, just find ways to. Um, let people know that All's Authors is here. And so I thought, well, I'll give it a try. Um, I don't really know how good I'll be at it. Um, But we did just recently launch a new Facebook page. Um, All's Authors already had a a group page. And this is just a page. It's called Alzheimer's and Dementia Resources. And we use that page to put Um, various bits of news about Alzheimer's and dementia, and to also um, promote our authors and just give snippets about different books that are part of the All's Authors group. Um, And in addition to that, I've sort of um, been creeping around the internet, just looking for other um, people and sites that are connected to Alzheimer's and dementia. And we've already had people like Susan Kaiser Scarf um, with the dementia, the journey ahead. She has a Facebook page. She has um, put a post about Alz authors on her page and the caregiver connection, which has um, over a hundred thousand followers. They were kind enough to post something about Alz authors. And our intention really is just to create as many ripples as we can in as many ponds so that we can just reach people who might be in need. Um, Because all of us just feel like we went through this at a time when we didn't have all the resources we needed. Um, And then in addition to that, uh, Jean has been so gracious in just saying, and if you have any other ideas, just go for it. You know, I trust you, just go for it. And uh, one thing I'm excited about is um, getting together with Brian Kersonis, who um, he will, I I think he's going to be on the cruise, the one in 2018. Um, And I want to write a story about just where he is. He also has a wonderful website called um, With All's My Heart. Brian Kersonis has early onset dementia and 
Um, he just has a unique perspective and he has a lot of um, just powerful ideas about bringing people together. And so really the sky is the limit, but we're trying to just tiptoe our way in and hope that with each little ripple that we can touch at least someone, and then maybe that someone can touch a couple of other people. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's really how it works. You know, it's just uh, that whole word of mouth when people um, trust you um, in what you're doing, it makes a big, big, big difference there. And, um, you know, when you touch their heart, um, it, it just expands and people want to share more and more information about what it is you're doing. So I think that's, that's fantastic um, to be able to have that kind of presence and, and that kind of collaboration. I, I think that's really what's been missing in my mind in terms of Alzheimer's and dementia care is um, a true collaborative effort where people get rid of the mentality of this is my space and I don't want to share and, and these are my clients. Um, and, and if they buy from you, they won't buy from me. Um, people are looking, I mean, there's, there's more than enough people out there to serve and to I help. So, and they're all looking. Yeah, I so agree. Yeah. And they're all looking for Go different ahead. things at different times. And so I think that that is very, um, very, very critical for people to understand and appreciate um, that. Again, we, we all say, you know, when you've met one person with Alzheimer's disease or dementia, you've met one. And when you've met one care partner, you've just met one. You know, everybody's yeah. circumstances mm -hmm. are different and everything is going to change pretty much every day. And so none of us are the silver bullet. And if we can get our egos out of the way and realize that we just all, you know, we're 10 steps ahead of somebody else, but we're 10 steps behind someone else too. Yeah. Um, and yeah. just accept that, Absolutely. that we're just, we're just part of the, the wheel that's moving. And, you know, it's our job uh -huh. just to kind of keep pushing up the hill. And, and make things a little bit easier for the next guy um, yeah. walking down the path. And it, um, it, it just, and it's so much easier to lift, you know, lift a group of people, those who are suffering, if we band together. Mm -hmm. it, it's just so much easier than trying to do it alone. Agree. Mm -hmm. Agree. Um, now, in terms of, I've got all your information listed, and I'm not going to go through everybody's contact information because we've got it all listed on the on the blog and um, on the radio show um, for for all of you individually. Um, but Jean, can you give us information for um, for just the overall? Or maybe I should throw this to Anne since she's your social media person. Um, how do people find the all authors? What should they be looking for? Well, they can go to allsauthors.com, and that is the All's Authors blog. Um, or they can go to the um, Alzheimer's and Dementia Resources on Facebook, and if they scroll through, they will find um, various posts that, that will send them to um, All's Authors blog. Um, other ways, Jean might have some other ideas. Um, we have a, we've worked on a Twitter account that we have grown over the past six months, and we are at all authors on Twitter. Okay. So basically, you've got Facebook and Twitter. Are you guys on Instagram at all, or 
funny you mentioned that, that I have that on my list of things to begin trying. Um, but I'm sort of tiptoeing into the Facebook arena first, mm-hmm. but I, I do, I would like to open up an Instagram, all the authors account also. Okay. Wonderful. And then how about on LinkedIn is, do you have a group there? No, we do not. As far as I know, no. not yet. That might be a, a We're stretch so thin. Yeah. Right now. Well, for we have for, all these wonderful ideas, but yeah, for, don't have enough hours in the day. Yeah, for future reference, you might want to if uh, if you get somebody else with some extra time and energy, you might want to do just a group, and then you could list. You know, you can push your blog to that. Um, but that might be a really good resource to be able to hit professionals. <laughs> Um, that can that That's can help the families idea. as well. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. It, you know, it's it's pretty much endless. You know, and, and then there's always like a YouTube channel where you could have each author just do a two minute blurb on their book, <laughs> and um, you know, and upload those because the video will get you a little bit more traction. And again, it can start out on the blog or be part of the introduction originally mm-hmm. with things and um, just another, another audience, but I know how time consuming it is. So <laughs> I totally get where you're, where you're coming from. Well, listen, ladies, I can't believe our hour is just about up. Um, it's been a fascinating conversation. I'm going to throw it back to each of you just to see if there's anything else that you want to um, throw in. Vicki, any, any additional comments that you'd like to make? This has been a great collaboration. We it, what a wonderful interview. I, I pretty much think we covered all the bases. Okay, great. Thank you, Marianne. How about you? Anything you'd like to add? I'm just excited to work with these wonderful women and seeing how we grow. And now we've had the opportunity to meet with your audience, so we're looking forward to more connections. Great. And Catherine, how about you? I just want to close by saying before I started to read these books that were on here, when I, I was afraid to read these books, you know, a lot of us, even if we've gone through these journeys, you're afraid to read these books. These, these books on this website lift your heart and make you feel so much strength and humanity and in the, in the good in the world. And we need that. So I just wanted to share that because it wasn't what I was expecting when I started to read a lot of these books. I was like, oh, this is going to be hard to read, but they aren't. And I just want to share that as an ending for me. <laughs> well, and my guess is that they're not because they're, you know, authentic stories and there's the mm-hmm. good and the bad and the ugly, you know, that it comes in all of our yeah. lives. But when you, when you, when you share those stories, I mean, it, it removes some of that isolation, even if it's stuff you don't want to hear, at least, you know, you're not doing it alone anymore. And so many times, exactly. even within your own family, you feel alone because um, not all families function well together. And, um, and, you know, you hear that all the time. How do I fix my siblings? How do I, how do I do this? How do I do that? And, and just to hear that, you know, your struggles are really typical struggles makes you feel more normal. Um, and not, not quite as cuckoo as yes. sometimes we think we are. And, um, and I think it's really empowering. Um, and I would encourage, you know, our listeners too to start writing because it's healing, you know, it, it has great power in terms of sharing your own story. So, um, 
you know, join, join the mode, raise awareness, and um, don't be embarrassed by your story. Be your story. Um, there's always, yes, there's join al- us. Yeah, there's always lessons in it. Um, Anne, how about you? Anything that you want to add? Sure. Um, I thought I would mention we also have an All's Authors Writing Group page um, that just connects to those who are interested in writing and getting ideas. Um, Marianne has been hosting that and kind of getting it off the ground. And the main thing um, I think is important, or one of the main things, is I just think we all need to think outside of the box. And if we do that, the sky is the limit. And collaborating and working together, um, it's just amazing what can be accomplished. Um, I think of that proverb where um, one strand can be broken, but two or three, uh, and I know I'm saying this wrong, but two or three strands together um, create a rope that will not be broken. And I just feel like that is what um, our group has really sort of fashioned itself after. And it's just a beautiful thing. Well, yeah, because like you said, when you when you combine those strands now, now it really is a tool where before it's almost walking a tightrope and will it last? And, you know, is it going to break? Am I going to break? And now you're kind of part of a web that, you know, holds one another up and lifts one another and shares and supports and you're really part of a community. And and that's a very, very different place to be um, than as a single author. So, um, Jean, I'm going to let you go ahead and, and wrap up and add any comments that you'd like. Lori, I'd just like to thank you so much for writing our 100th post. It's an honor to post that for you tomorrow. And thank you so much for inviting us, interviewing all of us. And most of all, thank you for everything you do to advocate for those with Alzheimer's and dementia and caregivers. You you have been the start of really making a difference. Well, thank you. You know, some days you wonder, but you just kind of plug along and <laughs> you keep you keep moving forward with things. And it's, uh, you know, I feel very honored to be able to have the job that I have and be able to connect with all the wonderful people changing the world and changing our dementia care culture. Um, it, it's very, um, it's very humbling um, to be part of that. So thank you, ladies. Keep up the great work. And I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you, thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. In in wrapping up, I'm just going to again mention our Dementia Friendly Cruise and Symposium, November uh, 11th through the 18th. Uh, Feel free to join us. It's going to be really a lot of fun, and um, we're going to have a lot of camaraderie. And uh, I think it's going to be relaxing and education, and you're going to come back feeling very empowered. Also want to mention that September is the World Alzheimer's Month. So again, not a better time to have a conversation about the disease. And and also to mention that all of our shows here on Alzheimer's Speaks are archived. So we've been doing this for six years. We've got tons of shows to listen to. So feel free to go ahead and sign up and just subscribe and they'll automatically drop in. Um, and let you know when there is an update. We usually do one to two shows a week. 
Uh, I also will be posting on Friday, but you can get a snippet of it early if you'd like, um, a video that I do with Dementia Chance where it's interviews with people that are diagnosed with dementia. We had a great conversation about um, humor and laughter and how things change as the disease progresses, and I think you'll find that very, very insightful. Also on our blog, the A-List came out with some new information to help you find research projects that you might be interested in if you're diagnosed or if you're not. And then I want to give a shout out to the Alzheimer's Residential Care. They are here in Minnesota. They've got some openings and they are just absolutely fantastic. They also have some videos called Arthur's Insights on how to engage those with dementia that you might be interested in. And a very popular poem that we posted by one of our members called A Rose in the Snow that has just, uh, people have really appreciated that a lot. Um, I want to give a shout out to the American Senior Magazine. And if you're not familiar with that, go to AmericanSeniorMagazine.com. It is a a marvelous magazine uh, that is fairly new large print, very interesting, and um, I think every community should have that, but you can also subscribe as an individual as well. And then last, I want to give a shout out to the Alzheimer's Research and Prevention Foundation. They're doing wonderful things when it comes to holistic care. So check them out. And then also Calendar Cards um, is providing a memory cafe directory which I think is um, absolutely fabulous. It's really easy to use, too, which I love. So I want to thank Dave at Calendar Cards for providing that. Just go to memorycafedirectory.com. With that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. And remember the three simple things that your memory chip teaches you uh, to uh, ask every time before you engage with somebody. Are they safe? Are they happy? And are they pain-free? Have a blessed week. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.